You're listening to Adult Talk Podcast with Listening 7 on Anchor FM. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Here we go. Hey, people. All right. We're getting better. Only four minutes this time. Four minutes late. That's not bad. We are improving. Yes, we are. For y'all, though. For y'all. Not not for us. Just for y'all. We fucking care less. Like, no. I don't know. Um... What's up with y'all? Hey, how you doing? We're trying to learn to be more responsible with time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, big boy, what up? Yo. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> What's pop? Want you ace? Um, ace on the screen match when this is done. Sturdy fit. What's up, little bro? Yeah. All right, so we're going to open this joint up with my guy Showtime. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. I know that we are late. Man, shut the f- Didn't you just hear what I said? It's only four minutes this time. We're improving. Yes. Like, give us some credit. Damn. Well, I said we're trying to be a little more responsible with time management. It's a work in progress, okay? So, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we're going to open this show up with my guy Showtime. And the song is Arriba. It's pretty docking our time. Damn. <laughs> you ready to party with us? Let me eat my dinner. Pandemanian Pandemanian Pradical, what's up with you? Arriba. Arriba! 
Showtime. The name of that song is Arriba. He said, I knew y'all was Spanish. Shut the fuck. <laughs> so, again, you know we like to have, Barry, we like to open up with our folk song and promote, promote, and support, support, support. So, you know, we always want to make sure some new, the new hottest tracks coming out, or you want your song promoted on the podcast, inbox this man, and let's make it happen. And, talking about the new hottest thing coming out. Uh-oh. Make sure y'all stay tuned. It's coming soon. Surviving Philly. Music is my life. Yes. Reality show. Yes. I told y'all some big shit was coming to Philly. People don't come by here. They skip us. They don't give us our props. They don't They don't think we got talent here. We got a lot of talent here in the city. We about to show it to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's airing uh-huh. in the fall. Yeah. I believe it's supposed to be airing in the fall. Airing in the fall on CW. So make yep. sure if you don't got CW, I know I'm eating right now. So what? Um... <coughs> if you don't have C, I know everybody got CW. It used to be Channel Fifty Seven. It's now called what? CW. There's an app for that. Yeah, there's an app for that. <laughs> so, squad. And we so was just, we was just filming our uh. Our we shot on. We shot two episodes yeah. on my birthday. We shot two episodes <laughs> on Saturday, so it was definitely a vibe. You know, a lot of artists. We had to, you know, we started off with a hundred artists, mm-hmm. and then we took it from a hundred. To 30. 30. And then from 30. To the top 16. Top 16. So from here on out. Including one extra wild card. Yes. We got one wild card. So this it's going to be some it's gonna be some shit going on. Y'all got to stay tuned and keep up on it. Yeah. We're going to keep you up on it. We're going to try to keep y'all tuned in. Let y'all know what's going on. Know the vibe. Shout out Novi Records. Shout out Philly Wonder Woman. Shout out Raya. Shout out Rosetta. Shout out Empress. Shout out. Strong Jewel, Strong Jewel, Antoine, Juice Baby, Antoine, <laughs> um, everybody, the whole crew, the whole, the whole team, the whole Philly we, 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 Philly we got a little makeshift family going on now. Oh no! That's why I wasn't so bad working my whole day on my birthday. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, he all smacking on uh on the live. I'm about to be too. I made a good dinner tonight. All right, so look, I, I learned I learned that when you filming on TV. Is way like what you what you see on TV is not what goes on behind the scenes. So you get the finished product. It's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot of work. I don't think people just um, getting on and doing whatever, and it's like, oh, they just you know, yo. from from the crew to contestants to yeah, you know, whoever's on it, whatever kind of show it is, like everybody has to work hard. There was a lot going on, like, and and shout out I am Plex. Shout out shout out the the celebrity the celebrity judges that came through and helped us out, man. And everybody that participated, it was just like to help get these two episodes off the ground. Now we're about to start filming for episode three. Um, like this, this right here, Surviving Philly TV is really, really going to put Philly on the map. You know, making a band that was done in New York and shout out Enus. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a singer held us down on there, but this literally is about Philly. Like every artist on here is from Philly, the staff, the production team. Is Philly. Everybody home. So Everybody this, from is, home. this is all home base. So y'all need to tap in real heavy, man. All right. So that was partly our story time, mainly our story time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I did want to say, you know, my birthday did just pass. For y- those of y'all that didn't know, yeah, I am still celebrating. I am still accepting gifts. You know, if anybody want to bless me tonight or anytime this week, Cash App is open. The doorstep is open too. If you want to drop off a package, I'm just saying, 
I don't even I like, know where I live. I like wine. I like chocolate. I don't know if you know where I live. I like money. If you don't know where I live, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. And I told y'all, I appreciate the kind of jingle, but I prefer the kind of fold, okay? <laughs> and on our menu tonight, I have um, a pan-seared steak with mushroom artichokes and spinach sauce. Yeah. Some sauteed Brussels sprouts. And some warm buttered Hawaiian rolls. Yum. And what goes better with steak? Red wine. Work turkey hill lemonade. Yeah, he he won he won feeling the wine tonight, but whatever. Uh, so what you moving on to? Um, we're gonna talk some sports shit real quick to get that out the way. Okay. So This is technically the celebrity bullshit, so Right. So we got Brittany Griner, Griner, um, from the WNBA, is being detained right now. Why? In Russia. Okay? She had fake COVID card? Why? Well, I don't know. She was going somewhere. All right. <laughs> um, no, she had, now they, you know, they was trying to like hit her for like paraphernalia and stuff like that. She had the so weed? She did, all she had was oil. She, she had. She had hashish oil. She had CBD oil. She had weed oil. Of course, she had a, a, a re- she had a registered firearm. All that was in her duffel bag because mm-hmm. while the WNBA, um, <laughs> right? While the WNBA is they're they're not playing right now. Um, you know nobody's really playing basketball. I mean, well, that's the NBA, but you know she was over in Russia. She was hooping in Russia like basketball right. still her life. So you know when they pinged her bag coming through TSA. They hit her with that. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to detain her and hold her while right now the war is going on. They trying to get a couple of hours. That's what they doing. So they're trying to hold her for it. They're trying to detain her for 10 years. What? Yeah, they're trying to give her a 10-year detainer in Russia. So uh, right now it's a lot of people they in the back end. They definitely trying to get a couple of hours. Yeah, right now it's a lot of people in the back end trying to get her home and stuff like that. <laughs> Excuse me. Um... You know, it's a couple of celebrities behind the scenes that's making some making some noise and looking out for her to see if they can get her back home as soon as possible. I mean, um, all I mean, she is she right now, she's a token. Mm-hmm. I mean, she 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 went she was over in Russia. Prisoner of war. Before exactly before all this started. Mm. So you know, as she was like, "Well, shit," and her mind was, "Let me get the fuck out of here before it get bad." Right. Boom! They snatched her up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so she was already targeted. Before she even made it to the airport, she was already going to get got. So they already had her on the list while she was in the car. Next. Dear old Carson Wentz. <laughs> Philly got you out of here. They sent you ass to Indianapolis Colts. The Colts traded a first round pick to come to get Carson. We want Carson. He still got something left in the tank. Give him to us. Well, you got Carson. Hated Carson. And they gave that motherfucker away for two third-round picks. Carson, you ain't shit when they give you away for two third-round picks. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He's backing into division. They sent his ass to Washington, D.C. So you never know. Carson might come back and haunt y'all motherfuckers and whoop y'all Eagles players' ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends. Last one, Ben Simmons. Yes, mm-hmm. he's in Brooklyn. He is not lacing up against Philadelphia. But what he did is put in a grievance detain a grievance report against Philadelphia 76ers. For what? For the hurt that he took of while while being on that bench 
and being so distraught the way the fans, the coaching staff, and his teammates treated him that he is now emotionally emotional distress. So he's put in for grievance for Philadelphia. So he will not be playing on the 15th when uh, Brooklyn plays. Does the that Sixers. actually work though? I mean, like, is that? I mean, I know it's an actual legal thing, but. Has anybody ever, like, attained a real settlement from emotional distress? Uh, I don't know. Ben Simmons might be the first to do it. Because I've had a lot of emotional distress. A lot of people owe me a lot of money right now, if that's the case. Shit. Ben Simmons might be the first to do it. Mm. Well, moving on in the news. Um, unfortunately, we do have to talk about it because we have another child, another black child, another black boy. Hey, he mixed. Shot and killed. Don't be ass. That's been shot and killed, and this is in South Philly. South Philly. Because of another scary ass cop that can't really decipher between reality and his imagination. Um. Um. At first, when I first seen it, I was on the fence. Like, damn, young boy. Yo. When I first seen it, I was on the fence. Like, damn, like young boy out in South Philly with a nine millimeter. With, a, with an infrared beam on there at 12 years old, he out here dumping at the cops. Because that was the first initial report. 12-year-old shoots a cop. Cop shoots him in his back. This, that, and the third bullet came in through his back. And but you know you can't always came out believe his, the initial report. Right. The initial came out report through his lungs. Is, a, is a narrative that they want to put out to keep from having civil unrest. So, days later, the report finally comes out. That the 12-year-old boy was unarmed. Big surprise. Right. He was unarmed and he got shot in the back. Um, what's up with you? What's up with you, Tony? Um, my thing is, all right, here's my thing. I, I've said this before, and it's it's like statewide, worldwide. I think it should be mandated that in order to be a cop, you have to be, just be a cop in your own neighborhood. And I say that because, you know, talking to each other, we're loud, you know, if, if I see, you know, like my homie Tone's on here. If I see Tone coming down the street, yo, what up, motherfucker? This, that, and the third. Yeah, I mean, if I see voice, yo, sis, what's up? We yell, we scream, we're loud. Right. So to a cop that's not from the neighborhood, that's a confrontation. He don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. So he's oh, he's at alert. You right. dig what I'm saying? Versus you get a cop that's from this neighborhood, and we get to scream, and we get to, yo, fuck you, well, fuck you too, and nigga, see you tomorrow, right. this, that, and the third. A cop that's from the area... He's going to know how to react to that, you know? I understand it, and I agree with that, but also, you're supposed to be able to be diverse and deal with diverse situations and have the self-control to know when to use force or not. But they're not and teaching especially diverse. Especially when there's a child involved, especially when the child is running away from you and not towards you. They're not teaching that at this moment. Right now, what they're teaching is, you know, they're not they're not assessing the situation it's still us versus them. And that is one of the main problems that we're walking around with the attitude of us versus them. And that's the worst thing because... But why? Is it, but it's a cycle though because you can't try to get over it when it's continuing to happen. Until, until there's literally like a neighborhood or a statewide mandate that, you know, we can only do but so much. We can only throw but so many... You know, community events, we can only be, but hey, let's do cops versus the community. Let's do cops give out the baseball cards and all this and all that and all this and all that in our own neighborhood mm-hmm. to show the immediate people like, hey, these cops aren't so bad. Like, look, they're pulling up to the neighborhood. They're shaking hands. They're shooting the hoop. Right. They're doing all this shit. 
But unless that's clear and all the way across the board, you know, there's always going to be a, you know, a few bad eggs in every force. Right. But it's the same way that they try to tell you in the streets, um, stop the no snitching. They need to stop this shit too because they do the same thing. When they do wrong, they they all huddle up and cover for each other. Right. We've seen that several times. Whether they right or wrong. Right. So that has to be cleaned up from the inside too. You right. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, it's good ones and it's bad ones. Right. I guess just like they look at us. But you got to clean it up from the inside. You can't sit there and say, oh, well, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. But then, at, on the same hand, when somebody's doing something wrong, it's getting swept under the rug and everybody's shushing it. You're right. But just like right now in, in Philadelphia, in Detroit, in Atlanta, you know, in in, 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 South, in, in Chester, like in several areas, the homicide rate is literally at record-breaking numbers every single year, and it gets worse every single year. So, it's do you tell the cops to... You know, uh, you know, enforce enforce the law. And let's stop all the nonsense. Let's stop all the black on black crimes. And let's let's stop all this and stop all that. Or do you say, hey, you know, before you go, you know, the cop has to go out. Before you go shoot that guy, find out why he's so mad. You know, de-escalate the situation. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So they're they and when they wake up as a cop, they wake up knowing some shit might happen. That's their job. Right. Knowing some shit might happen, but. It's not the proper training. They're just throwing cops out there because right. they're so short-handed and every single job there is in the world is short-handed. So, excuse me, it's, let's grab as many people as we can get them in and get them out there as quick as we can to try to, as many cops that we get on the, on the, on the surface, maybe they'll be able to stop it because they're being seen. You dig what I'm saying? But right. they're not, they're, they're missing the lack of training. They're, they're missing the lack of protocol. It's a whole bunch of different things that they're missing. Yeah, what happened to the psyche valve? And what does the psyche valve consist of? Because if I you can't decipher between reality and your imagination, there's there's a big problem right there. We um re, a voice voice ran a goddamn dictionary. She said, she said, well, what if you live in their neighborhood? True. And because some don't want you in their town, they think you don't belong because you're black and quote unquote loud. loud. And that's, what? That's the bad. So that's the bad stereotype. And when you speak up and say that to them, they want to arrest you or beat you down or, of course, end you. Appreciate you. Right. Um, I mean, she's right. You know, the, it's, right now the stereotype is going, the stereotype is going both ways. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So you never know who's right or who's wrong with any pendulum. Like, you know, like sometimes, <laughs> like, like Wet Kitty. Guy kills me saying her name. <laughs> Wet Kitty says, usually cops are in the area. As far as I can remember, did that change? Like before, remember how cops have shift change? Mm -hmm. So it'd be like a rookie cop first. Mm -hmm. And then a cop from the neighborhood that everybody know would partner up with somebody and then go work the neighborhood. Right. That's not happening. Right. That's, it's literally like, that's get as many people out on these streets and have them walk the beat or have them ride in these mm -hmm. cars as much as many as possible and so they're going for quality for quantity over quality yes yes that's let's get as and, many and, cops in here and that's detrimental too i mean you, you got more cops out there but then that means if they're not trained properly and they don't have any self-control you got more cops out there that's killing people this is also true so how how is it a help then it's not a help it's not a help at all what they're trying to do is saying 
okay, if these people see these many cops around, maybe it's less likely that they'll do something, which is completely wrong. All it does is just make us in more array, like, oh, here we go with the bullshit again, you know, and you have to prepare for that aspect. Right. But like I said before, unless it's like, <coughs> unless it's made statewide, worldwide, whatever the case may be, that it's a united front that, you know, get get as many find out how to how to how to weed out the bad cops mm. you got i mean you to, to stick together the brotherhood i mean that's one thing always have your buddies back you're a cop mm-hmm. you're, of course you're supposed to have that person's back but but the lack the lack of education about being a cop mm-hmm. and and then the us versus me like everybody's waking up with the wish a nigga woods before they even walk out their front door. Right. And that's the niggas. That's the nine to fivers. That's the kids going to school. And that's the cops. That's the moms. It's like, oh my God, what's going to happen to my son? Right. That's the mom. That's the dads. Oh my God, say. what can happen to my son? You know, but then you got the cops on the other hand, like, well, what the fuck is going to happen today? Right. And then you got the niggas on the block, like, as soon as they see a cop, what the, oh, here we go. So what bullshit is they on? So everybody is prepped for the negative. And nothing for the positive, but nobody's doing anything to attempt to change the positive. Exactly. On both ends, but that's exactly. what I'm saying. But we're civilians. We're regular people that's walking the street in our and in our homes. We don't have professional training. They're supposed to have professional training, and that's what's disturbing to me. What now? What? 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 Kitty said, in this in this situation, talking about these parents should be able. The parents should. Be held accountable also for a 12 year old child running the streets at, at, at a late night. And this is also true. It's also true. Like when my my child is about to be 14 years old, my son. Right. During the week, he needs to be in here at 7 o'clock. I don't care what. Because it ain't shit out there for you. You're mm-hmm. 13 years old. On the weekend, unless I know that he's staying somewhere or, or going to be in somewhere. Or he's getting a ride back or whatever. Nine o'clock the latest. Literally, latest. nine o'clock is the latest. Like, because I'm always in fear. And that's why I said this particular story now, uh, uh, compiled on all the rest of them that we've always been hearing, it just disturbed me and it upset me because, you know, that's close to his age. And he'd be out there playing. And, you know, he had recently, you know, we talked about this. He had been asking us, asking us, asking, can I get a BB gun? Can I get this? With, At my heart pounds because I'm like, don't even think about nothing like that because these kids is out here getting killed for nothing, not having shit. And my child, my son is not small. He don't look right, 13 so years old. The, the conversation I had with Cameron is Cameron, he watches a lot of, here, 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 here's, a, here's a, a prime example about social media and how it works. So a lot of Cameron's favorite rappers, a lot of Cameron's people that he look up to in the music industry what they wear, you know, most kids at 13 idolize that. Right. So, first thing he does is hit me. It's like, yo, can you get me those new New Balances that everybody wearing? They the Hustler New Balances. The, the, the 590s, mm-hmm. the black, the grays. Then he like, oh, man, can you get me a, a Nike Tech hoodie, a Nike Tech sweatsuit? What the Hustler's wearing, the mm-hmm. Nike Tech with the inside zip-up pockets, this, that, and the third. Yeah, I need an underarm hoodie. Again, what the Hustler is wearing. So his whole persona is what the typical nigga on the street is wearing because that's the common person that he sees when he opens up his phone and goes on TikTok, when he goes on IG, when he goes on Facebook. So 
my conversation to him was, Cam, you got to learn how to be yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be your own individual. I understand fashion changes on, on, at a rapid right. pace. Because we not that old. We remember being young. You know, you wanted to you be know, with, yeah, whatever like, the trend was and everything. We understand Like, that, fashion right? changes at a rapid pace. So, I understand that aspect. But I'm like, at some point, like, look at yourself. And then look at the people as you walk home from school. Look at the people when you hanging with your homies. <clears throat> when you see somebody getting pulled over and you walking home from school and you hanging with your homies, he's dressed the same way you want to dress. I'm like, don't be, don't be able to be grouped. Be able to stand out and be who you are. You'll never be an individual that's like, when they see five kids walking down the street, all of them got Nike Tech sweatsuits, all of them got Under Armour jackets and hoodies, and all of them got the 590 New Balances. Now you look like a gang because you're uniform. So now you also, you already fit into the category as a street thug. My stepson is five foot ten, almost five foot eleven at 13, 200 pounds. Whereas a size 13, he's the size of an average man, not a 13-year-old boy. So when he's walking the street and a cop run up on him, they're not thinking he's a 13-year-old child. The same way his 12-year-old child didn't look like he was a 12-year-old child. So, we police him within the house. Like, he knows 6.30, if he's running late, he's shooting a text or he's calling. I'm at my friend's house, we're at the Wawa, I'm running late, but I'll be there. If it gets later than that, hey, I'm sorry, I'm on my way, I'm down the street, I'm around the corner. Because we police that, we have that in him. It's not to check on him and make sure, you know, something go wrong. No, it's to know exactly if something does go wrong. This is the last conversation. And this is where he said he was at. So we have a pinpointed area of something that went down or something that's going on. Like, you have to be responsible for your child. Like, it's mandatory that you're responsible for your child. So if some of these things do happen, you know you're involved. Like, the most point is not to be annoying, but to be involved in your child's life. Yeah, don't be the helicopter, which I I have been guilty of. I try not to be. I do put forth... A valiant effort mm-hmm. not to try to suffocate my child. But I do, be, you know, I be scared. I be scared. I'm paranoid. Like, when he don't, I, as a mom, I immediately, my mind immediately goes to worry when he's not here on time. Or if I try to call his phone and it goes to the voicemail. I'm, I'm, he is, has been having me in training on trying to be calmer. But, you know, on the inside, on the outside, I try to be calm. On the inside, I'm going crazy. It's being a boy. I understand being a boy. We probably had this conversation. You know? Things that that a mom will never understand is how the mind of a 13-year-old boy works. It's fucking weird. The same way a dad won't understand the way a 13-year-old girl works. So, you know, you just gotta give faith that that the conversations that we, that he and I do have Hey, honey, Rob, that yeah. always got a name for it, the helicopter. <laughs> he said, he said. <laughs> yeah, what up with you? Yeah, that's what, that's what they called me. They said, don't be a helicopter mom. You know, you're just hovering, hovering yeah. all the time. Hovering, just over <laughs> top of them. What you doing? Where you going? Where you at? How you doing? Who you doing with? <laughs> like, you got to give them a little bit of leeway. Like a 13-year-old boy, any any 13-year-old child mm-hmm. is at that state of wanting to be an adult. But still having that that mentality of a child. You just got a paragraph over there. Yes, I did. I was just telling my son the same way. Even with me being in music, I had to explain to him. 
once these cameras are off and I'm back being your parent, they don't understand that. Exactly, yeah. they don't. It's true, like, and that's the hardest form because, like, yeah, when I'm out the crib, like, he sees me as I leave. Mm-hmm. He takes my clothes out of my closet. <laughs> so, like, he sees he sees me as I leave. He sees, like, all that shit. So it's kind of like, well, well, said, do it. But I, every day, like, when he comes in the crib, I found ways to take down the wall. We'll play the game, and as the comfortability goes down, he'll tell me about his day. He'll tell me about school. He'll tell me this shit that he did with his homies. You dig what I'm saying? Like, had to take him to the doctors. What, Monday? Yesterday. Had to take him to the doctors. So, while we at the doctors, as we leave, we go into the store. While we at the store, oh, yeah, so this happened, and that happened, and this happened, and that happened. You know, just to, just to have that, that. The comfortable common ground that, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things he can't say to mom, he can come and have a conversation with me. I know damn well he's never going to come to her about sex. He say everything At to him. Oh. And we had this conversation. Y'all heard me say this before, too. He talked to him more than he talked to me. That boy came out of my vagina. He don't say shit to me. It's a dick and ball thing. I told her that all the time. <laughs> it's a dick and ball thing. It's a comfortability. Like, you know, my dad wasn't around, so I had my uncles and the street niggas when I started talking about sex and shit like that. But unfortunately, like, Cam got me. Like, anything he want to talk about, I don't care what time it is. Hey, let's chop it up, you know? Sometimes it, it comes via text until he get into the door. What's going on? Until he get into the door. But it's there, you know? The, the, right. The open communication line is there between me and Cameron. Right. And it's always going to be there. You dig what I'm saying? The older he gets, the deeper the conversations are going to get, the more open the conversations are going to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the situation with that cop and that little boy, it's a double-edged sword. Like, why is he out in the streets at 11, 12 o'clock at night? Right. And, I, again, that cop was not fit to be in that neighborhood. I'm sorry. Like, as, as a cop, you need to be in your neighborhood because you understand your people. My son say some crazy, nasty shit to me, and I'm wondering if he, <laughs> I wonder if he knows about my business. <laughs> Hell, you ain't know about your business. That's because he's a man, and someone never talked to his mom sometimes. That's right. true. Yeah. Like, what we talking about? We're talking about the 12-year-old child that was, that was killed by the cop in Philadelphia, and we're talking about, you know, how the teenage mind works. As a teenage boy, in, in like running around in these streets now, mm-hmm. as a teenager, period, running around, being a parent, on, being a parent on one end and being a child on the other end, like you know. A big man said, "Yeah, it's scary out here. It is. It is. It is. Like my my son is sixteen. My son is sixteen, about to be seventeen in under a month. And I'm six seven. He's roughly about six one, six two. Mm-hmm. So he lives with his mom. So." Every time I hear that there's something that happens in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. I have to like sit back, do my homework, and make sure it mm-hmm. wasn't near the area. And your heart it drops. wasn't around the people that he was hanging with. Like you have to do homework mm-hmm. on your kids. It's not, it's not checking up on them. It's just knowing that area and making sure like you, you don't you don't get that phone. Yeah, making yeah. sure they see because you don't want to get that phone call. With that knock at the door, like, you know, I'm officer such and such, and, you know, your child was killed. Like, that's a, that's that's something that you never want to ever have to deal with as a parent. Mm-hmm. So, it's crazy that you have to be on top of these kids. Right. 
because and if not, prayer, and prayers out to the people that have had to real shit. Because I couldn't even imagine. The last thing you want is for the streets to put the, the streets to raise your child, because the the lack the lack of having a parent around will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. It will literally fuck you up. You can play like kids can play in these streets now, and we're literally seven six deaths away from being ten deaths ahead of where we started at already. Mm-hmm. Like we're already at record-breaking numbers at deaths already. Yeah, the it, city was already getting bad, but it's like really turned into the Wild West now. Got some big-ass kids. I do. I yeah. do. <laughs> Yeah, the boys. The boys are, are yeah. The boys. The boys are some, are some giants, man. Uh, but anyway, that that was our piece. That's what we had to say oh, about yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to stay on uh, stay on the the somber subject, but you know, it's just it's just to get it out there. Just you know, pay attention to your kids. Try to be aware. I know you can't watch them twenty four seven and know exactly where and what. And but give them attention. The like give your kids attention. And don't listen, let and listen to them. Don't let social media give the attention to your kids that you need. Right. You know, shit. I TikTok and I send shit to Cam on TikTok because mm-hmm. I know the nigga on the motherfucker. Right. Yeah, you gotta kind of try to stay connected. Yeah. You gotta try to stay. You know, if you're not in that room, because like. We are in that room, so we got to stay connected to certain things, social media and, you know, all the entertainment stuff or whatever, and stay up on it. Uh, some people was not into that. You could, you know, some people just 9 to 5, whatever, come home, do your homework, and that's it. You got to try to find some kind of way to stay connected to your kids, and like you said, have the open line of communication. <sighs> and we're going to stop talking about it, because like I said, you already know that, that whole scenario, that whole thing bothered me. So, we're going to move right along off of that. We're going to get into the relationship shit part of the show. Mm. (laughs) Right. Mm. So, first question of the night. This one was, do you think it's wrong, and this is directed toward women. Uh Uh-oh. Ladies, pay attention. This is for y'all. But, what I was going to say was, it can also be directed towards men. Men, turn your ears off. But, (laughs) Whatever. Specifically, it says, do you think it's wrong for a woman to confide in another man about problems she's having in a relationship? You motherfucking right. <laughs> a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on. Hell no. But, as I said, it can also be geared towards the men too. Is it is, is it wrong for a man to confide in another woman about problems that he's having in his relationship? Because, Hell yeah. Because, you know... That vulnerable state can open things up at any at any situation. Like no, you don't ever come to another an opposite sex, on especially with vulnerability. Yeah. That's a fucking big no no. So, guys, you basically uh, you basically pillow talking. Right. With somebody you ain't sharing the pillow with, and you say a, a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride yep. on. Well, I say a ear to confide in is a pussy to slide in. Uh, so well. either way, you shouldn't be doing that shit. Talk well. to your girlfriend, talk to your mama, talk to your auntie, man, talk to your uncles, your homies, whatever. Hell yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> so what do you... Hell yes, it's wrong. Hell yes, it's wrong. Yeah. Y'all got to understand this. Like, don't don't be in the streets pillow talking about your relationship to nobody, guys or girls. Like, yeah, because you anybody, do. They'll, they'll act like they're there to help or, you know, they're there to give you a sounding board or whatever. Oh, yeah, try to... Act like they're giving you advice and all that shit. All the while, they taking down notes. Yo, waiting come for on, man. Time. You talking while I'm, while I'm playing with my food like I'm cutting up coke. I'm eating a steak, <laughs> goddammit. 
if you found out that your mate been doing that. You gotta check your mate. Well, first you gotta figure out why. Mm-hmm. Like figure out well, yeah, you figure well, you out do why. Need to figure out why because how come y'all are not talking? Exactly. And they talking to somebody else. How come they can't come to you with the issue? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing. But I don't know. I mean, you feel like that's cheating in a way. Um, I feel like it, it, it's emotional a, infidelity. Oh, there you go. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? You think that's such a thing? I, hell yeah, that's a thing. Because <clears throat> once, once those walls come down, I don't care why it's over. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't care why it's over. Drinking okay. a Coke, that's all. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to talk to somebody else. I'm going on my relationship. I will talk to my man. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to be. You have to have an open, an open line of communication, Even if man. you don't feel like that you can in the moment, wait some time and then try to reapproach it. Even if you don't feel like that you can approach the situation verbally, send a text. Write, I was just about a, to say that. Write a that. note. You know I what I mean? I was just about to say that. Like, all right, we Can go we through our shit. We'll go through our shit. And when we're going through our shit, instead of yelling, shouting, and screaming, we'll take time and we'll send a text. Sometimes the texts get heavy. Sometimes, <laughs> they, sometimes they do, but I understand this. Being there like this. When, <laughs> when you're texting, when you're texting, you're reading what you're writing. Mm-hmm. Versus when it comes out verbally, there's no, you can't take it back. When it's mm-hmm. out and it's on the table, it's on the table, you can't take it back. What I always say? You can't unring that bell. Exactly. <laughs> so versus when you put it in a text before you hit send, you're looking at what you read. So if it's something that you know you don't want delivered abruptly, mm-hmm. you can back out of it, reword it, and say it again. Versus when it's a when it's straight words mm-hmm. and yet and you're saying it verbally. Y'all seen them little memes? Y'all seen them memes on? On IG and stuff, when when it's a text debate going on between people, and they'll show them typing what they they wanted to say, mm-hmm. and then look at it, and then back it out. You see all the letters backing out, and they'll type it again. Nicer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit real. Like we we go through our shit, but again, text message bring it. One, it brings the wall down. Mm-hmm. You know, because the the intensity is high. So when both of y'all are at an intense state, the point is not going to get across. So that's why I say, you know, shoot a text, write a letter. You know, email, whatever. Leave a little note. Hey, <laughs> you know, whatever. Whatever that's gonna bring down the the wall of anxiety and the wall of anger. That's the that's the the, the line you shoot for. But when you when you're at a verbal shouting match, nothing is gonna come across positively because you're not listening for what they're saying. You're listening for a response, not listening to see if they even make sense to what you're even talking about. Right. Yeah. Um. PT said it's disrespectful to your your uh, to your partner, yeah, to be talking outside of your relationship. And <laughs> big man said y'all probably be getting y'all screens fixed every argument. No, first of all, we are grown ups and we can control ourselves. One and two, we only argue that much. No, we don't argue that much. <laughs> Sometimes you need an opinion, but you can talk to genuine people. Not about your relationship. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm dead set against yeah, outside, talking to someone about my relationship. Outside of a, a relative, any person opposite sex that you're going to talk to about your relationship is uh, a potential predator. 
You better talk to God. They, if they, you talk to somebody they, else, they you gonna talk know. to God while you on your visit on your way there. As much as somebody say they not interested, y'all just homies, old bro, sis, whatever. They wait and they turn. Exactly. They wait and they motherfucking turn. No, 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 no dick in a glass case. No pussy in a dash. You know, glass case. Like just, just keep it all the way to fuck a bean. You dig what I'm saying? Which leads us into the next topic. Ooh. The dick in the glass case. Ladies. Pussy in the glass case. Whichever way goes both ways. Ladies. How many of y'all got side dick? How many of y'all? Not even side dick. It was called the quote unquote buddy pass. How many? uh, The buddy pass. For those of y'all who don't know what the buddy pass is, as in with the airline, when you have a buddy pass, it's it's the ticket for you to board the airplane, but you on standby. Yeah. You on standby. It ain't your turn yet. You don't have a legitimate ticket. You know, it's not actually your flight, but you waiting in line to see if it's going to be your turn soon or not to, to actually get a ride on the plane. So, how many people out there have a buddy pass or have had a buddy pass in the past? Hmm? The people will deny it. Now, most women, anybody going to be honest on here? Anybody? No. Anybody going to be honest on here? Mm Mm-mm. I can, I mean, honestly, I can say I've never had that because I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the shit. Like if I'm, if I'm with you, I'm with you. If I'm dealing with you, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't have the potential of, all right, well, if this one work out, I got this one and this one over here. I got a couple on the back burner. You know, all right, look, it's crazy. <coughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to put my cousin Sakeem out there real quick. Damn, you ain't had to say the name. He never watches. It don't matter. He's in North Carolina. He never watches. Somebody watched it that no one watched. Alright, so I think I was about 15. Uh, about 15, we had my grandma's house. And I'm asking my cousin about this girl. It was this one chick that he will always, they would sit on the step and they would vibe. And I'll pull up and I'll be the, I'm, all, I'm straight the annoying little cousin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll talk to him. Ooh, that's your girl. Ooh, y'all kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm 15. Dig what I'm saying? So. And that's my cousin, so I'm up undering every mood he made. I was right the fuck there, right or wrong. You dig what I'm saying? So one day, um, we downstairs, and this is my uncle's teach me how to be a DJ at an early age. We downstairs, I'm on the turntable, and he was like, come upstairs and help me real quick. We go upstairs, and he got the stove on. <laughs> and he was like, this was like my sex talk part three. So he was like, we're going to talk about girls right now. I'm like, huh? He was like, all right, so this is how life works. So I'm like, all right, I'm listening. He was like, you see this flame right here all the way in the back that's real low? He was like, that flame right there, she waiting in the wind. (laughs) You know, I don't call her, she don't call me, but we know about each other, and it's always a possible when we lock eyes. (laughs) So she she all the way back there, flame was like really low. He's like, you see this flame? Over here to the right, it's a little bit higher than that flame. Not too much, it's a little bit higher than that flame. Her right there, I occasionally send her a high. She occasionally check on me. You know, I rode down your street, I was thinking about you. <laughs> hey, like, then you move up. Hey, like, then you got this one right here. This one right here is the one that you see. No matter where you going, she just happened to pop up. You at the <laughs> store, she pop up. You're going somewhere at the market, she pop up. Yeah, you, you at you at a club, she pop up. You know what that mean? That one's hot and heavy. 
That means stay away from that one because that one's a problem because she's always popping up. She's going to be in the way because she's always popping up. Here's like, and then you got this flame. This flame is your A1. You said it's through the roof. It's going to burn she the house down. She said she's a stalker. That's what right. like. <laughs> this flame is through the roof. This is the main flame right here. This, this flame is burning with all your love. No flame should ever reach the height that this flame will ever get. But look out for that flame because the flame that's, that's hot over here will do anything to be like the high flame. Those two flames in the back, they'll never even... Uh, they'll never touch the subject. Uh -huh. They'll just be there. But that one that's right next to the high flame, she is always in the way, and she will do anything to mess up anything you have to take that big flame all the way to those small flames. You remember that? At the time, I remember none of that shit. <laughs> he revisited again when I turned 22. Uh -huh. But it was too late. He was way too late by 22. He just wanted to see if I remember the flame story. Uh, 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 uh. So, I did. I used it for my son, too. <laughs> you know what comes next, right? So, who's your lower flame? I ain't got no lower flame. Uh-huh. My oven don't work. <laughs> <laughs> we got electric stoves. I ain't got no flame. I hate you. <laughs> But Hustle said it though earlier. She was like, you know, people be having buddy passes and don't know. It. And that was my next point. That you know, I you know I can honestly say, and a lot of women say, you know, I ain't got no buddy pass. I don't do that. But what you don't know is you do got a buddy pass, but you don't know you have it. Cause it's always somebody that's waiting around that will hop in that spot if you even give them an inkling of an opportunity to do so. You might not know it. Oh, that's just my friend. We grew up together. Oh, we went to school together. I we ain't never been this is then the other. Yeah, he's gonna stay wherever you allow him to stay at. If you allow him to only stay in the friend zone, you gonna think that y'all are only forever friends. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing else more to it. But the moment he think he might have the opportunity to be more than just a friend. He gonna trace on dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bix. <laughs> what? What do you say? Why are you drinking all my soda? Because I drank all mine. Look at this <sighs> shit. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's good, too. We both had the same. No, we didn't have the ginger ale. We had the same amount. You had the size bottle, too. So you're going to drink all yours and you're going to drink all mine? I'm drinking all yours. I need more liquid. Bullshit. Selfish. Anyway. <laughs> I can't with you tonight. I really can't. All right. Question. Um. All right. So you're going out to a club. Okay. It's you. Three other friends. Everybody going out to the club. All right. You decide, hey, I'm the designated driver. I'm not drinking. Uh -huh. I ain't doing shit. I'm driving everybody home. I'm driving to and from the club. I just ask that everybody put in. That's mm -hmm. all I ask, you know. Right. So, Nothing wrong with that. So the three people in the car, they all give out $5. Mm -hmm. 
I feel some type of way. I feel like five dollars is too less. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, from I'm picking everybody up, I'm dropping everybody off, and I'm driving to and from the club. So, do y'all feel like fifteen dollars is enough for the ride? Hell no. Or should everybody put in more? I mean, here's the thing, right? The prices of gas right now, five dollars ain't been enough for years. Right. Like, what what can you get for five dollars now? Especially not with gas prices. I like, I would be offended gay. if somebody offered me five dollars for the gas. But it wasn't five; it was fifteen collectively. I would feel like a bum if I offered somebody five dollars that they rolled me somewhere. Big said twenty is what he would charge. Like, but five exactly twenty for for all night designated driver. But big, this is all night, big. Right. So it's it's four yard in a car. You got to drive yourself home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga said a sandwich. You got to drive <laughs> yourself home, and you got to pick up everybody else involved. Right. So. But here's my thing, too. You should But they be on the bus. You should exactly. Should, ex- that's one. That's one. Should I even have to ask no. for anybody to put money up? Right. If we folks. But see, you know, a lot of people don't know, like, the, um, like, common courtesies and, you know proper etiquette. A lot of people don't know stuff like that. You know what I mean? People, a lot of that stuff falls to the wayside this now. Like somebody, somebody give you a ride, you're supposed to offer up gas money. You Ain't no grown-ass person gonna give me five and I not accept it. And I'm not gonna accept it. Big say he ain't accepting five. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you shouldn't even come out your mouth with five dollars. That's what I'm saying. This all I got is five. Here's the thing. Everybody got cash at. Right. Bitch, cash at me, but don't get it. Don't cash at me five dollars. Right. Really? Don't cash at me five dollars. Let's draw. <laughs> Let's draw on like fuck yeah, for real. I don't know. I, like I said, people don't know what to do. Y'all realize right now, the average gas price is four thirty eight. That's the average in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, so you just offered them one gallon of gas. The average <laughs> gas price is four thirty eight. Eight in Pennsylvania. Mm, let me ask you this question. So, does it matter if it was somewhere they was going to anyway? Person. Huh? Does it matter if it was somewhere they was going to anyway and you just hopped a ride with them? And I just hopped a ride? Yeah. Yeah, you still going to pay. Cause what you mean? Like, they was going there anyway regardless of whether you was going or not. And they decide, yo, I'm going with you. Mm-hmm. I do with big man all the time. Yo, you going? Yeah, I'm going with you. But what happened at the end of the day? We stop and get gas. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for the gas. You want something to drink? I'm paying for the drink. I do it with Bigs. Yo, I'm riding with you. Mm-hmm. Big stop and get gas. I'm paying for gas. You want something to drink? I'm paying for the drinks. <laughs> Big man said I'm getting a horse. Trust me. Yo, that's where we about to be at. I already said I'm getting a bike. Trust me. Well. Bikes is free. No, they ain't. You know how much a motherfucking bike costs right now? They raise their prices on mountain bikes. I'm going to find his bike. Bike is Shit. free. <laughs> right. Going fucking, niggas going to offer up in Craigslist. <laughs> oh, gosh. That shit real, <laughs> man. So, we want to move it along to the sex segment. Here we go, people. I don't have nothing heavy for the sex segment. I just have a question. So, as we're sitting here eating tonight, I just want to know, you know, about props during sex. 
has anybody ever used food as a part? You know, we talked about toys before. Right. You know, talked about little um, oils and candies and, you know, whatever, pop rocks, lollipops, whatever else. But other than that, has anyone ever actually used, like, real food? Like a steak? <laughs> I, I mean, like, how... <laughs> Like, how could you make a steak sexual? Put them on both yeah, tits. Yeah, baby, I'm going to slap that meat. <laughs> Take the steaks and put them on tits and stuff. Because if I start cutting on the steak and I actually cut a nip, then we got a oh, problem. Shit. I don't know. It got to be the right food, I guess. So, I mean, I don't know. As far as women is concerned, you know, they always talk about, oh, you know, got to get that cucumber, whatever. You hear different things. But, like, has anybody ever actually done that? I don't, I've never, I've never, like, I have never thought of using, like, like, what food, though? Well, anything long, narrow, and hard, I guess, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> He's a hell no food expensive. Real shit. <laughs> no I'm trying food, to think, up? like, I'm really trying to think, like. Cucumbers, carrots. That don't count. Uh, That's like a salad. I'm thinking I don't like know what a guy would I'm use. thinking I like mean, you taking a chicken breast. A guy and can slapping use cucumbers and carrots too. You know I don't judge, but I'm just saying I don't know what <laughs> like what. I'm do, saying like what if I have like a a, a a chicken thigh or some shit. And get salmonella. Like exactly that's my point. Like what food? But like, they said like with the syrups and stuff like that. People use whipped cream and you know chocolate syrup. I only whatever. eat. I only eat uh, the pussy or the ass. I never put food in here on any body part. I've never put food on a body part. Yeah, do you, I mean, like... Because we have used pop rocks. We used yeah. the big-ass blow pop. Right. And what else did we use? I'm trying to think. Mm. Food-wise? Yeah. I don't think we ever really used no, like, food and stuff like that. Nah, we used the pop rocks and we used the lollipop. Right. But that's as far as it went, like... Yeah, like the candle. Oh, you gotta cut a mango. Do the mango on. Yeah, the man. grind the pepper. Grind the pepper. Come on, man. You gotta grind the pepper. Wait, halls? A halls? I've had the halls. See, the, 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 the cool sensation. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The what? The frozen. The frozen gerbil. Whoa. The what? Frozen what? What the fuck's a frozen gerbil? Jenny. Here we go. This and man, what is a frozen gerbil, and where does it go? Where, yeah, where does it go? We, I always feel like I want to ask Janie to elaborate, but then I always feel like I don't want her to elaborate. Janie, I feel like I'll be disturbed with the answer. <laughs> you did a cucumber? Were you by yourself? You did the cucumber? Or did you have help with the cucumber? And Janie, what's what the, the gerbil? The what the hell is a and and did the gerbil get unthawed midpoint? Like, let me know what happened. <laughs> you ain't using no fucking food. Stop playing. <laughs> Yo, Jenny, I want to know what the frozen gerbil is. And 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 and, and sweet chocolate. He said, "Yo, Jenny." <laughs> and I know sweet she always jump on here and throw us for a loop. I don't know. Sweet chocolate. I want to know where you buy yourself when you use the cucumber. She said, "I had help with the cucumber." <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. The oh man who had the gerbil stuck it up his ass. And then what? He stuck a frozen gerbil up his ass? Oh, that sounds unsanitary and unhealthy. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Oh. And what happened after he stuck the frozen gerbil up his ass? It, it, was, it was like the goat. It unthawed, it and, unthawed it ran and ran around through his ass. 
Did he ever get the um? Did he get the frozen dribble out his ass? <laughs> he said she a freak too. He said she a freak too. Whatever. Sweet chocolate. Oh my god. Yo, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really feel like Jenny. I'm starting to think. To go. I'm starting to think you lived your life way too full. <laughs> Cause like sometimes Jenny be having stories. Sometimes you pop out with some shit that make my eye what? I'm gonna send you the news clip. So <laughs> he said, "Jenny into some different shit." All the way. I don't know. We've been hearing about the the, the finger popping the assholes. What was yeah. the other one? We 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 got a list of shit. I don't know. Comments that we've been getting from Jenny. <laughs> what up with your notes? Yo. I don't know. I don't think food is the way to go. I just feel like it's kind of in the way. It get messy. At a hotel. It's it too much clean. Oh, she said this was national news. This wasn't her. Okay. Still <laughs> send me the clip. Clear. Yes, inbox the clip. I mean the the, the, the newspaper equipment. I don't want the clip. Ladies, how, how in depth have you went with your sexuality with your man? Like how how far? You know, everybody has a cutoff and everybody has a, everybody has a trial basis. Right. So you know how how Now you elaborate, meaning what? What is your depth of freakiness that you been in your relationship. What if you haven't reached it all yet? Well, we haven't reached our pinnacle yet. <laughs> we haven't hit the ceiling yet. Literally. <laughs> Biggs know about it. This is getting worse. She's answering for you, Biggs. Oh, my God. Wait, does Biggs know about it personally or from the article? Biggs, did you think... <laughs> Biggs, you know about the frozen gerbil up the guy's ass? Mm, 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 mm. This is going left. Hey, yeah. About three left, make a right. The damn sure does. <laughs> For real, guys. Also, how? What is? What is your 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 freakiest moment in your relationship? Mm-hmm. I think the cock ring was our freakiest because we I couldn't stop coming. It was. It like, wouldn't go it was down like, like the horny dog. They just keep, keep yeah, that's going. Like, going, 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 going. <laughs> it wouldn't go down. Oh like, God! And the the noises in the faces. Oh my God. Yo, <laughs> like so, I I say the cockering. I, I I definitely say the cockering because it keeps you from stopping. Yeah, like that joint was standing up. Which attention. I had absolutely no problem with. After like six, <laughs> after like six or seven Johns, I was like, I can't do this no more. Like this shit was just up. It was up and it was stuck. Like literally, like this literally. shit is crazy, dog. Like it's like to the point where it's like, don't touch me, don't touch guy me no from more. Channel 10. <laughs> Yo, it's not a freak show. You're just a closet freak. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. You like to pop out with comments, but then you don't stand behind them. Super yep. pause. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Pine Hooley. We're going to look that up. We're going to have to look that up. Oh, my God. Oh. Janny, what's the depth? This is going gonna, gonna to suck. <laughs> you really asking the question? Janny, what is the depth <laughs> of freakiness that you've explored in... in your lifetime. Well, you're asking about depth of freakiness. So, what is yours or what's on the bucket list? What's on the bucket list? What's on the bucket list? Um, I still want to fuck on the 50-yard line in the rain. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like that. that's just like a dope-ass vibe. Doable. Um, sit logging on. <laughs> um, uh... I do want to try like a threesome with you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
know. I don't know. That that's your top two. Nah, we might be. <laughs> I, I might want to try some S and M type shit. I don't know where how we're at yet though. Damn, I only got 27 seconds for my loud to cut off people. Said I want to fuck in the helicopter. Okay. You okay. want you want like the mile high, but not like really in the plane. Now? Everybody on my live, jump to Mel's live now. My live is cutting off. I will restart it in 10 seconds. M e l l e underscore m e l two one five. Yes, m e l l e underscore m e l two one five. I had to say because he always fucks it up. Every time, jump <laughs> on Melly Mel's <laughs> IG. My shit is ending. No. <laughs> oh my god, so in a helicopter, huh? Why in a helicopter? Yeah, why? What's what like is it a rush or something? Like are you afraid of heights and that's like part of the excitement? Why specifically a helicopter? You know he's not gonna answer that shit because he's a fucking punk. <laughs> no man. No, you're too freaky for me. No, man. Whatever. Punk ass nigga. You're not even that bad. No, man. You're it too, could be worse. You're too freaky for me, man. No, sure, man. It could definitely be worse. What about... Say <laughs> you want fucking outer space. Oh, God. Here we go. That's a couple dollars, baby. Danny, get him. Oh, in the early 80s, <laughs> as is recounted here, a Philadelphia KYW newscaster named Jerry Penicoli suffered career damage after a rumor started that he had ha- what that he had visited a local emergency room to have a gerbil removed. <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that, I remember that. I remember that. I believe that is that yeah that that's like a thing that people do. What's, what's, how does that, a thing, what? I don't know, because I don't know. Here's my thing, right? It's a live animal. And, you know, things going up your ass. Ain't live. That are objects. is totally different than a live animal that has teeth and claws. That's something I don't think that I could ever get with. Yo. What? Local emergency room. From his calling, two local newscasters, both prominent in their cities. Wow. What the <laughs> She fuck? said, I speak facts. <laughs> and I believe you. Guys, don't put a gerbil in your frozen gerbil in your ass. No frozen gerbils. If you do. What about a frozen ice pop? <laughs> he wanted it to move around in his ass. What That's the what? fuck is going on? See, the, the the phone saying ain't even like that shit. <laughs> my phone said. Phone said I quit. <laughs> my phone said fuck y'all, y'all nasty. Oh y'all my god. Man. I don't know, but I mean everybody has like different levels of different different you know fantasies that they have, different things yeah. that they try. Sometimes people will act out and you know execute their fantasies. Some people will just let it remain a fantasy for the rest of their life. Fuck you, not the freak show. He's a closet freak. That's his problem. He's a fucking closet freak. He probably got like 30 bodies in that drum, but he's scared to fucking talk sexual because <laughs> some of his sneaky links is watching. Oh, my God. And they're going to check his ass later on down the line so he won't say nothing because I'm pretty sure when you said you wanted to fuck in a helicopter, one of them bitches probably inboxed you like, oh, really? A helicopter bitch? Mm-hmm. One of them inboxed you. 
And that's what's wrong when you a sneaky motherfucker. Like, just come out with the shit. You're a freak. You're a fucking freak. There's nothing wrong with it. God damn it. It's, it's human nature. Fuck you in the eyes. All right? How about that? That. Anyway. <laughs> so, we had talked about props. We had talked about food. Um, we had talked about fantasies. We talked about the sexual bucket list. Um, what about... What about sex while high? Sex while drunk? We've done that. Sex while... We've gotten so drunk, we had sex in a car. A small car. A small car. In the parking lot. Of our apartment building. Of the apartment building. (laughs) It was... it, It was fun, dangerous, and messy all at the same time. And I say it was messy because we had just came. We was high. And we decided to go to Seven Eleven. Definitely went to Seven Eleven and got to go get two snacks and big ass drinks. Big gulps. She kicked over the fucking. Didn't kick it over. My foot went inside of it. <laughs> but we didn't stop though. <laughs> yes, we was like, all right. So this is what happened. We was driving home, and we was so fucked. We was bombed, yo. So I'm, I'm hungry as shit. So next, you know, I'm like, yo. Let's get something to eat. We go to 7-Eleven. $40 worth of fucking snacks, yo. $40 fucking dollars worth of snacks. all of Yeah. So then all of a sudden, we, we get into the parking lot, and I'm like, yo, it's dark out here. So y'all have an understanding of what kind of small car it was? Because when we say small car, it was a small car. It was a Nissan Sentra. Yes. It was a 2016 Nissan Sentra. Still small, But though. it was small <laughs> to be fucking in a Nissan Sentra. In the front seat. Definitely in the On front the driver's seat. side. Yes. So we, we, we did some contortion. This nigga said he banged his on in, in the McDonald's drive-thru. No, How in the bathroom. Y'all? Ew. In the bathroom. Oh, you dirty, you dirty. You dirty. <laughs> How many of y'all had sex in public, like in a car? Everybody had sex in like in a, in a hotel. Mm-hmm. That's that shit basic. But out in public. Philadelphia, what's up with you? What? <laughs> Juicy baby, you yeah, ever that, had sex in a car? You that was sex the most public? public that we have done it. It was in the parking lot, in the car. I mean, because we right, always... Right under the light. You know how the parking lots be having the yeah, lights? The, <laughs> yeah, like the bright light by the dumpster type light. Yeah, it was it was fun, but it was messy. It was yeah, we was, that, we was that type of people. And I then, to join the park on 49th from Baltimore. <laughs> Where they play chess at. Ah! <laughs> But the thing with ours was like on on that on that that concrete bench, the concrete slab. The, oh, you, know, you the, are the, disgusting! You banged them on the slab. She was an animal. Where they play the chess at? That's like the concrete. Yeah, table. yeah. The only bad part about oh ours was block. when we got out the car because after we had, I had at least up to my calf was wet mm-hmm. from the from the soda. So by the time we got out the car, it was cold outside. So we had like now it's coming out. Look, you banged your drone on the step. There I go. Look, see now. Oh, okay. Now, now see your big boys. Now see your big boys is come jumping out the window with this shit. Mm -hmm. I banged your drone on the step. I banged your drone in the park. I banged your drone in McDonald's. Yeah, who's the freak now? You Mm -hmm. dirty motherfucker, you. No, you dead to me now because you said you did it in a McDonald's bathroom. That dirty shit, bastard. I won't even go wash my hands in the Anybody ever bombed somebody in the McDonald's bathroom? Anybody? You ever bombed somebody in McDonald's bathroom? You are a soldier. 
I'm sorry. You are a soldier. <laughs> and then he tell me, let me get a milkshake. Ew. Ugh. <laughs> you touched stuff there. He gave out a milkshake, then he asked for a milkshake. Nigga said Thundercats. Oh, my God. You touched stuff in that bathroom. You put your hands on the wall. You had to. You had to touch something. Ah, you dirty motherfucker. Ew. Then he got into talk about us. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we gonna close out because we not talking about this shit Uh-oh, no more. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a song for us to close on? I do. It's actually the dirty motherfucker on the phone right on the goddamn live right now. Mm-mm-mm. We gonna close it out with Big Boy and Ty. He said it was a white neighborhood. I don't care what neighborhood it is. McDonald's bathroom I don't give a nasty. fuck if the neighborhood was purple. <laughs> Some of her cheeks. <laughs> That's what you had your hands on. <laughs> hey. You know this song? Huh? Huh? Yeah. My song. My song. Hiding it under some other shit. Cause people just ain't for the fuck of it. I said, I mean, give me a bag. And then y'all make us on love with it. So I gotta go on my zone. And I gotta leave them alone. Cause I gotta get to the bag. Most of the time, bring me the home. Celebrate, celebrate. Like I just wanna chip. People hate me. As long as I'm a chip like a faucet As long as I'm a bad like a market As long as I'm a mind like a Martian I don't care what you talking Won't stop till I'm breaking it home They just keep calling my phone Telling my man my zone So Red. be alone yeah, But everything is gonna change though As I've been getting to some change though Seen a lot of niggas switched up But I stayed in my own lane though Yeah And, and, and I gotta get it Stay focused on checking my birthday at the end of the month, people, March 30th, man. We're gonna turn up somewhere. Like I just wanna chip. People
Adult Talk Podcast every Wednesday. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We don't do it for the likes. We do it for the love. I'll holler at y'all. <laughs>